The last episode of the Mental Makeover podcast was about breakups and how to survive them. This episode is more about whether or not you should be staying in a relationship that isn't serving you correctly. And what I mean by that is sometimes we're so blinded by our emotions and our feelings for someone that we turn a blind eye to so many important things that shouldn't be ignored. Hi everyone, I'm Lauren Curtis and you're listening to the Mental Makeover Podcast. I've been on social media since 2011 and since then I've amassed a following of over 7 million people across my platforms. So it's been an emotional roller coaster, but it's taught me so many invaluable lessons about life, relationships, business and spirituality. The Mental Makeover podcast aims to share the lessons I've learned throughout my own evolution in the hopes that maybe it can help to transform somebody else's life. We all know about F-boys. And you know what the full F word is. I don't swear, so I'm not going to say it. But F boys, we all have known one. Hey, maybe we're even dating one. (laughs) They string us along. They make us feel like there's a point in staying in the relationship. That There's a reason for it. That it's going to be worth the wait. That we're the only ones that they're talking to. They make us feel really special by showering us with compliments. They say all the right things. They're really smooth. They make you feel good. But something deep in your gut says, this doesn't feel right. And if you're listening to this podcast, maybe you're currently going through this or you can relate because you've been through it before like I have. I did an Instagram story rant about this recently because I was thinking back to a past relationship where I had made so many excuses for this guy and other guys before as well. I mean, I've dated a few idiots. I think we all have. And I was just thinking like all the excuses I made if they just had bad behavior, like if they wouldn't reply to my messages in a respectful time frame. And I'm not a clinger. I don't need someone to reply to me within one minute. But if we're trying to organize something or discuss something, or I'm trying to tell you something important and you're busy doing something else like scrolling on Instagram or Facebook or you just left me on red <laughs> and I'm trying to like, I'm, I have a purpose here. Like I'm trying to, you know, develop our relationship or I'm trying to ask you a question or yeah, make plans and you just don't show any interest. That sucks. Maybe you were like me and you hadn't had much experience with guys before. And so they could do simple, tiny things like open the door for you or I don't know, sit on the same side of the restaurant table as you because they want to be close to you. That kind of thing is nice and I'm not going to discredit that, but when you're making someone out to be like an angel because they did that or you're making excuses for them just because they do little things like that, then that's what I mean. Like we have this way of only seeing the good parts of someone or focusing on the tiny, tiny, tiny little positive things that they do and then that is used as justification for all the huge crappy things that they do. I've always been a very upfront person. I know what I want. I don't beat around the bush. It is what it is. I like that trait about me, to be honest. I was seeing this guy and he was not looking to commit to me. Uh, I didn't really know that at this point. We went back and forth a few times. Like I lost interest and he lost interest and I lost and it was just, it was just, we were completely different people. I remember I said to him, I said, so like, what do you want from a relationship? Do you want a serious relationship? Are you just after a bit of fun? Do you just want to fling? Do you just want to date someone like casually? Do you want to date multiple people? 
I didn't word it like that, but that was my question. My question was just, what do you want from a relationship? Do you want a relationship? And I remember it freaked him out. He was like, I don't, like, this is, you know, he made me feel as if I was a stage 10 clinger for asking that question. And that's a really valid question to ask. Why do I want to waste potentially months of my life with someone if we're not on the same page and we're never going to get to a point where I'm happy or he's happy? If I want a relationship and he never wants a relationship, why should we spend all this time together? Because inevitably we're not going to be happy. It's not going to end well. I'd rather just cut to the chase and break it off. Bye. (laughs) I remember once I had a 21st birthday dinner and we were basically like, I don't even know what you call it. I don't know, seeing each other, I guess. We weren't officially dating, but we were seeing each other, I guess, exclusively at that point, maybe. I don't even know. (laughs) I thought so, at least. And he purposely didn't offer to pay for my dinner because he didn't want to give me the wrong impression. And let's get this straight. I don't need any man to pay for my dinner. I can look after myself. I don't expect anything from anyone. I am more than happy to cover myself, to pay for myself. I don't rely on anyone for anything. And that's what didn't sit well with me. He didn't want to lead me on by paying for my dinner, even though he thought it was okay to want to date me and spend time with me and kiss me and He wanted his cake and he wanted to eat it too. And that doesn't fly with me. But at the time, I didn't know any better and I was naive and I was clouded by emotion that I made excuses for it. I made excuses for him. I thought, maybe he'll change his mind. Maybe he'll grow out of it. Maybe he'll mature. Maybe he'll, you know, change what he wants. Maybe this, maybe that. And I had kept myself in that situation when deep down I knew he wasn't going to change. But I guess we're all hopeful and that's a nice trait to have. But let's keep it real it was never going to work. We were complete opposites, complete and utter opposites. The reason I'm telling you guys this is because I'm sure you've had a similar experience or you're currently going through something like this and you need to stop wasting your time on someone who isn't worthy of it. (laughs) It's as simple as that. If someone's not making the effort, if someone is not going out of their way to let you know that they are appreciative of you and your time and your company and they make you feel like you have to second guess everything you do or say or you don't feel like you can fully be yourself or that you're not good enough for them or anything like that, leave. I'm not going to try and dance around your feelings. I'm telling you how it is. Our friends and family are very lovely like that. They will tell us what we need to know in a very soft, comfortable, easy-to-digest way, which sometimes is what we need, but sometimes we need a no-BS approach, which is like, this is what it is, you need to stop. Sometimes we just need that reality check, and this is what this podcast is for you. If someone wants to message you and talk to you, they will find a way. That is it. You don't need to make excuses for them. Maybe they're busy at work. Maybe they're doing this. Maybe they're doing that. But if you're constantly, no matter what they're doing, no matter where they are, if you're constantly feeling like you're not a priority or you have to second guess yourself or you're chasing after them, not going to change. Not going to happen. Not going to end well. Let's be honest. It's not going to end well. That's not the way to start a relationship. You need to start a relationship based on equal appreciation of one another, equal effort. If someone's putting in 10% and you're putting in 90%, not going to end well. Same thing with 20% and 80%, 30% and 70%, 60% and 40%. You can definitely work with that. Hey, maybe you can even work with 70 and 30%. 50 and 50 is the goal, 55 and 45, anything close to that. 
that is what you build a relationship on. You do not build a relationship on lack of effort and overcompensating. You should not have to overcompensate for someone else's actions or lack of action. You should not have to overcompensate for someone else full stop. There are so many people that would give anything to be with someone like you. And it breaks my heart to think that oftentimes we don't notice that about ourselves. We don't we don't realize that. We don't believe that. We don't see ourselves that way. And so we constantly put up with crappy behavior from other people because it's what we feel like we deserve. We accept the love we think we deserve. We accept the attention we think we deserve. And more often than not, we don't even realize half, a quarter of what we deserve. If someone likes you, they will make it known. If you are talking to someone and you can never figure out, do you like me? Do you not like me? Do you want to see me? Do you not do you not want to see me? Then ask them. I don't care if it's uncomfortable for you to ask that question. If you have to ask that question in the first place, that raises an alarm with me because if someone is interested in you, you will know. You will know it is known. It is made known because there's equal effort being put into the relationship and you shouldn't have to second guess yourself. If you ask that person and they can't give you a straight answer, that is your answer. That is all you need to know. If someone respects you enough and wants you in their life enough, they will give you a straight answer without even having to think about it. And I know sometimes it's hard for people to commit. It's hard for people to be open about their emotions. Not everyone is emotionally available, but you can always get a sense of someone's interest in you by their response. If they straight up say to you, no, sorry, I'm just having a bit of fun or whatever, I don't really see this going anywhere, then obviously that is as blatantly honest and open and obvious as you can get from someone. And then now, at least you won't have to waste your time on someone who was ultimately never going to be the one. (laughs) They were never going to be your long-term partner, and that's fine. You dodged a bullet. Good riddance. (laughs) And if you ask them and they say, yes, I would like to be with you, then great. Hopefully they will then continue to back up those words with action and prove to you that they were being honest and sincere. I am a huge believer in being upfront and honest. If someone isn't willing to answer those questions, then that is something that you should be very, very aware of and critical of. I know with some people that I've dated, I would never feel comfortable asking those questions because somewhere in my gut, I knew that they weren't ready to commit. So I guess I knew that by their response, I'd either freak them out or scare them away. And then with that response, I'd know that they weren't worthy of my time, but I was already emotionally invested. So I guess I just kind of avoided that whole thing so that I didn't have to face the reality of the fact that it was never going to work. We weren't compatible and that's fine. When Reese and I spoke about all of these important topics about everything, life, religion, kids, future, family, everything, nothing was held back. There was no judgment. He never made me feel like I was crazy for asking him simple questions about his goals in life. Just stop wasting your time on people that aren't worthy of your time. You only have one life. I know it sounds so cliche, but if you're spending all of your time on this loser who isn't worthy of you, then imagine how many amazing, incredible people that you could be meeting just by being single and open and available to them instead of wasting your time on someone who's not worthy of your time. Write a list of every single thing that you want in a partner. Do not hold back. Do not feel like you're being too picky or this or that. Just go for it. Write that list. Do not focus on how it's going to happen. Focus on the fact that it will happen because it will. Keep it somewhere safe. Refer to it every now and then. I know it's going to feel like you're being super optimistic, but just trust in this. Write it down. Believe in it. 
Leave yourself open to meeting someone amazing. Believe that you will find them because you deserve it and your life will change drastically for the better. Too often, people are constantly living in this cycle where they are saying, oh, I always date the wrong guys. I always meet jerks. I always cheat on me. I'm always, you know, the victim. I'm always being treated badly. And I think a lot of the time we don't actually realize our own value and our own worth and what we deserve. So we settle. Are they believing that they can't find anyone better? So they keep going for the same kind of person Or are they not learning something from that last relationship that they need to learn? And that's why they're in this cycle of dating the same kind of people because if you're not learning, you're not growing. You can't better your life if you're always stuck in the same phase of growth. I feel like life is a constant journey of going through hardships, learning from them, using them to better equip yourself for the next journey. But if you're not learning from that first journey, then you don't have the tools or the equipment to arm yourself for the next journey. You're going in blind or you won't go in at all because you can't move past that first phase. So a lot of the time I do wonder if this is truly a case of you just being unlucky. I don't even believe that that's a thing, but it's truly a case of you just yeah, being unlucky or you're not learning something that you need to learn or you're not recognizing your worth or your value and you're allowing these people who don't respect you or don't appreciate you or don't love you to occupy your life and your heart and acknowledge what it is that you want, like I said earlier, and make that list. Acknowledge what you want. Be clear with what you want. Be strong and don't settle for anything less than that, then more likely than not, you're going to keep on meeting those people that don't treat you right. You need to know what you stand for, what you won't accept, what you will accept, what you want, what you're worth, what you deserve. And you need to think about all of the past relationships you've been in and what you've learned from them because you have learned so many things, even if you don't even realize you have. Because very often we're not thinking about lessons, you know, we're thinking about the fact that our heart's been shattered into a million pieces, but Once you've gotten past that initial raw phase, it's time to think about it. It's time to analyze what you've just been through and take out all of the good stuff from it, all the good experiences, be grateful for them. But now it's time to extract what you can from that situation, make the absolute most of a crappy situation and equip yourself for the future. So many people will choose comfort, familiarity, security, uh, basically anything less than what they deserve purely because it's what they think they deserve or they like the safety of the familiar situation and surroundings. How many people do you know or have you seen that are in relationships that don't serve them? They're not happy. They're not in love. They feel undervalued, underappreciated, belittled, disrespected. And why do you think that is? Is it because they don't believe that they can find someone better? Is it because they don't believe that they are worthy of someone better? Is it because they believe that they don't deserve someone better? Or is it simply because they don't want to leave their comfort zone? They think it's easier to stay in this dysfunctional relationship for ever because it's easier than being single and potentially being lonely for a little while and having uncertainty Or is it because they like the security, whether it be the security of having a house or wealth or just company? Some people just can't not have 
someone's company around them, and I totally understand that. Being single and lonely is not great. (laughs) Or maybe it's because they've got kids with this person and they don't want to upset the child, which I totally understand. That's a completely crappy situation and no one really wins in that, but it's just a matter of like softening the blow. Would you rather your child grow up seeing a loveless relationship or would you rather potentially have them unsettled for a small period of time until you meet someone that loves you and then you can show your child what it's like to be in a relationship with someone that treats you with respect, that loves you unconditionally, that makes time for you, that prioritizes you. If you knew that you were going to meet the love of your life, someone who you were utterly obsessed with and they were obsessed with you, there was a mutual respect, a mutual understanding, amazing communication, you made incredible memories together, you both made each other happier than you thought was possible and it was guaranteed you would 100% meet this person. But you had to be single for an unforeseeable amount of time, an indefinite amount of time and that time may be hard, it may be easy, but it was guaranteed you would eventually meet that person. Or would you rather stay in a relationship forever that wasn't serving you, wasn't making you happy, there was no love, no passion, no spark, they didn't treat you with respect or dignity, they didn't value you, they belittled you, they didn't make you feel special, but hey, you're in a relationship, you're not lonely, you have someone else's company, you may actually still feel pretty lonely because Spending time with someone who doesn't actually value your time doesn't feel great, so you're probably going to feel more lonely than you would have if you didn't have someone there. But hey, you've got certainty, and some people value certainty over happiness. It's as simple as that. And if that's the way that they want to live their life, then that's entirely up to them, and that's their journey, and good for them. If that makes them happy, then that's that's what makes them happy, and that's the goal, right? But for most of us, we want that love filled relationship. We want to be happy. We want to spend our lives with someone who wants to spend their lives with us. And that is what self-love comes down to. Self-love is loving yourself enough and valuing yourself enough to know what you deserve and what is worthy of your time and your effort and your energy. This episode is a little bit shorter and to the point than my last episode, but that is because that is all that needs to be said. There is no needing to make excuses for something or explain something. If someone wants to be in your life, if someone wants to be a part of your life, they will find a way. You will not need to make excuses for them because they want to be there on their own accord. If someone wants to be with you, they will make it happen. They will make it known and they will never leave you feeling unsure or full of doubt or second-guessing yourself or if you're good enough or worthy or deserving or sane (laughs) even. Put yourself first. Know your worth. Please know your worth. You deserve the world. You have so much to offer. Never sell yourself short for anyone. I love you guys so much. Thank you for listening. Please don't forget to subscribe, rate, and review if you enjoyed today's episode. It means that other people can find this podcast, and hopefully we can help some other people going through a similar situation just by listening to this podcast. Even if it helps one person, that's amazing. I know that sounds super cliche, but it really is true. The whole purpose of this podcast is to help other people. Thank you all so much for listening. I hope you have an amazing week, and I'll speak to you all next time. Bye, guys. Bye, guys.